thanks for listening to another episode of To The Point, a Bucati Company's podcast to deliver valuable insight into topics that affect HR professionals and business owners. I'm Mary Amundsen, Managing Director of Bucati Companies, and today I'm joined by a co-worker and colleague, Phil Drescher, a Bucati Benefits Consultant, to talk about the growing interest in what's called reference-based pricing as a strategy to help control employer health care costs. So Phil, welcome to the podcast. Um, could you explain what's meant by reference-based pricing? Mary, thank you. It's my pleasure. And uh, sure, traditionally, health insurance plans use a preferred provider organization referred to also as a network of providers. These providers agree to provide a discount off their retail price for services and are contracted to accept that discount. Reference-based pricing uses a reference, normally the Medicare reimbursement rates set by the government, and then they pay a percentage above these rates for services provided. Receiving health services from a provider using reference-based pricing can save a health plan considerable money over a traditional PPO arrangement. Okay, so Phil, can you give me some type of example of how a Medicare would reimburse a service compared to what maybe a private insurance company would pay under that PPO network you referenced? Yes, and the difference would surprise most people. I've seen examples where Medicare would reimburse a doctor $426 for a colonoscopy, but the average commercial insurer would pay $639. For a low back disc surgery, Medicare payment would be around $654, while a commercial insurer would pay $1,226. The true savings potential is for services received from hospital facilities. So Phil, is it fair to say that reference-based pricing settles on a reimbursement schedule that pays more than what Medicare would pay, but generally less than what a commercial insurer would pay? Mary, that's precisely the point. Depending on the type of care, under a reference-based pricing model, reimbursements range from 120 to 170 percent of Medicare. So how does an employer, for example, let's say somebody who manufactures automobile parts, how would that employer, when putting together their benefit plan, have any knowledge to evaluate what the reasonable cost of a knee replacement is, for example? That's a great question. Employers who adopt a reference-based pricing strategy need to work with a consultant and vendors who have expertise in this area. Typically, reimbursement for services of care is based on a percentage of Medicare that pays a provider. Each year, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services update the Medicare reimbursement rates for hospitals and physicians. Medicare isn't negotiating rates. Medicare sets the rates. Aha, uh -huh. I guess that's the power of the government. So theoretically, this sounds good, Phil, right? I'm gonna be able to pay less for a procedure, it's gonna save my company money. But what about the practical aspect? What if a provider doesn't wanna accept that employer's reimbursement rate? Isn't it possible that employee could get stuck paying the balance of the bill? Yes, it is, and that's the reason why all employers have to I don't always adopt this method for their health plan. While the savings potential of a reference-based pricing arrangement is gaining momentum, employers need to understand the risk involved and need to work with a vendor who provides patient advocacy services that negotiate with providers when there is a dispute on what the health plan has reimbursed for any particular claim. It's also crucial to educate employees about the details of the plan and to provide transparency or cost tools that help employees identify what a procedure will cost before they incur an expense. 
So would you advise an employer to adopt a reference-based pricing strategy? Not without a thorough anal analysis. Employers differ greatly on company culture, employee demographics, and claims history. All of these factors and the risk involved in claim disputes must be thoroughly understood before adopting a reference-based pricing health plan. Yes, these models can save money, but employers have to evaluate more than cost savings before deciding to move forward. So Phil, if someone's interested in learning more about a reference-based plan, um, what, what would you suggest? I would suggest that they contact Bucati companies, ask for a benefits consultant, and get, get the, uh, the real truth behind the program. So I know these are gaining uh, in popularity. Are they more common in certain industries? Well, I would say that all industries can benefit from them, but most of the time an employer that is, is strapped and has, has to provide a health plan are the ones that are typically most interested in a reference-based pricing program. Well, I appreciate your insight on this topic, Phil, because I know I've been reading a lot about the topic myself. I think our client base in particular probably has interest, but like you say, you know, go into this buyer beware. Um, and it sounds like you know, you've got to do a lot of evaluation. I do think though that it's a topic business owners and HR professionals are interested in understanding. So I do want to thank you for your time today. And we hope you've enjoyed this edition of To The Point and we invite listeners to visit bukady.com and to check out our other podcast topics. Thanks for joining us.